Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, I've got something exciting to fuel your ride. If you're looking for fuel for your training or racing that's natural, light on the stomach, and packed with real energy, then look no further than Veloforte. They're revolutionising the game with their gels and chews. Trust me, you're going to want to try them out. The gels, well, they're packed with real fruit, natural electrolytes and big bowl flavours you'll love. They're informed sports certified, the perfect companion to help you train and compete with confidence. But you need to check out the chews, especially the Mella. This is the apple flavoured chew that just won the Great Taste Award. These chews are 100% natural, made of the purest electrolytes, and they're easy to eat and light on the stomach. They offer a great texture change from gels in the later stages of training rides or endurance events. And here's something special for the Roadman community. If you use the code ROADMAN30, that's ROADMAN30, you'll get a fantastic discount of 30% off your first order. Taste the award-winning difference today. This is fuel for greatness. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. Now, I know yesterday I promised that we'd be releasing newbie questions today, but we couldn't get it recorded. Unforeseen circumstances, but we're going to be back to our regular scheduling next week. So again, I'm afraid you're stuck with me, but bear with me because I'm covering something really important today. And it's something that we get questions about all of the time. In fact, it's a very recurring question we get on newbie questions. There's kind of a couple of questions that come in all of the time. One really is about clipping in and out and how to do that properly and how best to learn how to do it. And the other one is questions around bike fits and aches and pains on the bike and how to get comfortable on the bike. So today I want to talk about how to know the signs, how to watch out for these telltale signs that your bike position is wrong and that you probably should go and invest in a bike fit. Now you'll also have the option to try and tinker around with your bike position and fix it yourself. But what you'll find is in a lot of situations that if you fix one thing it will actually affect another part of your body in a negative way so you might get rid of your numb hands but then you might start feeling knee pain so I would recommend it if you can afford it to go and get a bike fit because the bike should be comfortable you shouldn't be dreading the bike when I first started cycling I had so many issues with comfort and to be honest at the time Anthony would just say well the more time that you spend on the bike the more comfortable you're gonna get I would come home from a ride and I would literally have to put frozen peas (laughs) on my areas because there was numbness and burning pain discomfort chafing and yeah I now realize that that's not normal of course It's never going to be like sitting on a couch and you are always going to have a little bit of discomfort. But most of your discomfort on the bike should come from pushing yourself really hard up those climbs or to close the gap, you know, physically pushing yourself rather than being uncomfortable on your bike fit. Now, as I said, there's some really easy telltale signs that you're wrong or a little bit off on your bike position. And one common issue that can pop up when your bike position is off is the development of saddle sores. And these are so painful. I 
I have suffered from them and I get them when I'm quite run down but it can be a sign of your bike fit being wrong. They're very often preventable and in my case they can sometimes be this kind of silent cry for help from your body and they occur as a result from friction, pressure and chafing between your body and the saddle and this discomfort it starts off as a discomfort it can turn a really enjoyable ride into a very painful ordeal and if it's a bad one it can put you off the bike for weeks or you may have to go on a round of antibiotics for it which is not good for your system on the whole as I said I'm talking from experience here I know what I'm talking about and to help you to figure out if saddle sores are indicating a bike fit problem here are a couple of signs to look out for so if you're constantly experiencing discomfort in the area where you make contact with a saddle that really is a very clear sign that something is amiss the Saddle should provide support and comfort, not cause pain. And discomfort really arises from incorrect saddle height, incorrect saddle tilt or incorrect saddle positioning. If this is a bike fit issue, you're going to get that chafing and skin irritation. And then like I was getting painful numbness. Numbness in your genital area is a serious concern. It should not be ignored. And it can be a consequence of pressure on the nerves that can lead to temporary or in extreme cases very long-term issues and an incorrect saddle angle or height could be the problem don't kind of say okay you know what I'm a cyclist I'm tough I'm going to suffer through this numbness in your genital area is not normal and you should really go and get Change is made so you're more comfortable on the bike. So, of course, we need to focus on finding the perfect saddle. And everyone seems to go for a standard saddle, the saddle that comes with your bike. We pay thousands of euros for our bike, but we won't invest a couple of hundred quid on a saddle that's perfect for us. And everyone seems to go with the standard width. But there's so many options out there that's going to provide you with a very comfortable ride and stop any excess chafing that lead to saddle sores. With the saddle, you really want to have most of your weight on your sit bones so if you feel like the pressure is more forward well you're putting more pressure on your groin area on your sensitive bits so you want a saddle that fits your sit bones properly so the pressure is mostly on the back of the saddle and I personally find a saddle with a cut out a very very good place to start too another important thing to look at of course is saddle sight if your saddle is too high it's going to cause your hips to rock as you pedal that's going to cause friction so again that could be the issue why you keep getting saddle sores okay I mentioned them earlier but numb hands numb hands again should not be happening on the bike if you're experiencing numbness frequently it's time to really pay attention it's an indicator that your bike position it's just it's not right and it's a sign that you're putting way too much pressure on your hands and not distributing most of your weight on the sit bones on the saddle where it should be another reason is that your saddle could be tilted too far forward or that its tilt is too aggressive and that means that your weight is being shifted onto your hands. The other thing that will help with numb hands is strengthening your core because if your core is strong it will do some of the work to keep you stable and that's going to release pressure from your hands. You may also need to have a look at the height and the reach of your handlebars because that plays a massive role in hand comfort. And if your handlebars are too low or too far away, you will probably end up putting excessive weight on your hands to reach them, to reach the handlebars. And that's really especially true in these very overly aggressive 
aggressive positions that people like to ride in. And sometimes a really simple adjustment to the handlebar angle or raising the handlebar slightly, even by a couple of millimeters, that can alleviate this issue. But again, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes this can then cause issues with transferring the pressure to other places like in the saddle or in the pedals. And that's why I feel a full bike fit is crucial. So you're not fixing one problem and creating another. The next sign that you may not have the best bike position is a tight neck and shoulders. If you're constantly getting tightness in your neck and shoulders, yeah, you need to have a little look at it. And one of the biggest signs is that you actually, again, have incorrect handlebar height. So it's fashionable now and it's kind of cool. It looks kind of pro all the pros do it to have your stem slammed that's what they say this means that your saddle height is way higher than your handlebars and although it it looks deadly it looks really cool it can cause a lot of issues especially if you don't have that really important core stability to support your body so basically your handlebar height and positioning is the biggest culprit behind neck and shoulder tightness the other thing that's been very fashionable in the last couple of years is very narrow handlebars again they look kind of cool they're the in thing at the moment and they definitely do have a place for sure especially if you're racing and you're maneuvering around the bunch they're nice and neat but they can cause back and neck and shoulder tension because the distance between your hands on the handlebar is small. It kind of closes up your shoulders and puts pressure on them. Going too wide is also going to cause problems too. So we kind of want to find that perfect sweet spot that Goldilocks width and initially going off your shoulder width is a good place to start. But of course, if you want to get super dialed in, it's bike fit time. Next up is knee pain and knee pain is such a common scourge for cyclists and there's loads of different things that can lead to knee pain. Again your weak core strength, weak core stability, misalignment across your muscular systems or your skeletal systems. If you're recovering from an injury, if you've overused your knee in different sports and changing your bike position isn't going to help in a lot of these instances. You really need to go and see a medical professional or a physio. But if you're not suffering from any of these and you're getting knee pain, it's probably because your saddle height is wrong. So if your saddle height is too high, this causes knee pain because your hamstring and your IT band are overextending and that usually causes side knee pain or pain on the back of the knee. And that will be the one that I would get occasionally. But if your saddle is too low, your knee is bent at a more acute angle and that causes compression on the front of your knee so that can increase pain there. The other things to think about if you have knee pain is your pedal float. That will really affect your knees because if your cleats are locked in really tight that will mean that you'll have no movement at all where your foot meets the pedal and that potentially can cause knee issues too. Pedal and cleat alignment it's very important when it comes to knee pain. Misalignment of your pedals and cleats leads to improper tracking of your knees through the pedal stroke. So if your knees aren't following a perfectly straight path, it can cause stress on the knee joints and result in pain. So you need to make sure that your pedals and cleats are correctly aligned and this will make a huge difference. The other thing to watch out for if you are suffering from knee pain is your gearing and cadence. So if you're riding in a very high gear, that's a that's a tough gear, a hard pedal push to, to push through with a very low cadence, so that's fewer revolutions per minute. 
this will put more strain on your knees and it's very essential to maintain a comfortable cadence that allows for smooth pedaling without undue stress on your knee joints. So a nice high smooth cadence that's what all the pros do. The professionals all have these beautiful high cadence of between 80 and 90 and higher and that's kind of the gold standard and that's where we want to go with our cadence too. Okay so there are my top indicators that your bike fit is wrong. Also if you're afraid that your bike fit doesn't look right it looks a bit strange. We all see it. We see other cyclists, we pass them and it just doesn't look right. Now, not that I have a trained eye, but sometimes you can just tell if somebody's saddle is too high or their saddle is too low, which I think is way more common, or their reach is too long or their stem is too high. And I think if you ask somebody in your group or somebody who has a bit more experience, do I look okay on the bike? does this look okay? I'm a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm not sure. Ask somebody who is more experienced. And if you can afford a bike fit, go and get one. I promise you it will make a colossal difference to your comfort on the bike. Okay, folks, that's it for me today. Until next week, as I said, Anthony and I will be back to our normal broadcasting. Until then, you beautiful cyclists, take care. Mwah!